Welcome to the Resilient Rainer, the premier podcast focused on mental performance for equestrians and improved horse show performance. Whether you're a rookie rainer or a seasoned competitor, this show is for riders who want to take their skills to the next level and achieve their full potential in the show ring. I'm Nicole Burnett, and I'm a master mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you achieve all those horse dreams you always thought were impossible. Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Burnett. Today, we get to explore this myth that comes up a lot when it has to do with people think that building mental toughness is just something you do on your own. It's a solo ride. And many believe that mental toughness is solely an individual endeavor, but the reality is we thrive with the support of others. So I want to just dive in and explore this myth today. Just picture this. You're on your horse. The wind's in your hair. The sun's on your face. And I don't know, maybe your heart's pounding with anticipation. You're ready to take on a new challenge or perhaps just another day in the saddle. And as riders, we constantly find ourselves in situations that test not only our physical abilities, but also our mental fortitude. We've got to be mentally tough, especially with horses that are constantly trying to get hurt. This idea that mental toughness is just this individual endeavor where you have to dig deep within yourself and forge ahead alone, this is a myth that has been perpetuated in books, movies, even by some writers themselves. The truth is that we don't thrive with our horses and we don't thrive on horseback by just riding solo. We thrive with the support of others. Yes, I'm all about total radical individual responsibility. And you still heard me right. Our mental toughness, that steely resolve that keeps us coming back, keeps us in the saddle through the most challenging of times is not just a solo venture. This is a shared journey that definitely has a partnership aspect, a team effort, just like we have a partnership with our beloved horses. Today, I want to debunk this myth and show you the undeniable power of a support network in your riding journey. We've got trainers, fellow riders, friends, family, online communities, Mental coaches like myself will explore how all of these connections contribute to your mental toughness because nobody can be tough for you, but holy cow, it's all interconnected. So saddle up. Let's do this as we uncover uncovered some more truth about mental toughness in the horse world. We're going to have this whole inspiring journey with diving into all of these different people that contribute, have some stories, some practical advice, and a fresh perspective to change the way you think. Now, before we dig into the heart of this 
myth-busting adventure, I want to take a moment to reflect on what mental toughness truly means in our world of horse riding. What does it look like? How does it impact our experiences? In this first part, I want to unravel the reasons that this myth exists and why it can sometimes hold you back. Why do we often find ourselves believing that mental toughness is something that we as riders have to cultivate entirely by ourselves? This is a myth and it's so deeply rooted in our culture and perpetuated in various ways. We've got popular media, movies, some iconic figures in our history. Think about the lone rider, the cowgirl or cowboy who takes on the Wild West with nothing but their trusty steed and their own determination. We've seen this image glorified in countless Western films. So we think of the Lone Ranger, Calamity Jane, other fictional characters like the man with no name. They all contribute to this myth. These iconic figures have, in their own way, fostered the belief that riding alone is the ultimate test of courage and resilience. The recent American rodeo was kind of their venture into adding a team component is very new because when you enter the arena, it is you and your horse. That really perpetuates the idea that it comes down to you. Therefore, you have to do the whole journey alone. But the myth of the lone rider, it's not just in the silver screen. It's not just in the show pen. And when we watch ourselves and others compete, this seeps into our own riding experiences. Riding is often seen as a very personal journey, journey of self-discovery, of improvement, where you as the rider and your horse, you form a unique bond and it's your unique skills and your horse's skills and you're leveling up together and growing. And this personal connection where it's just you and your horse, this can sometimes lead to the misconception that mental toughness must be developed in isolation. And as I mentioned a moment ago, the competitive nature of horseback riding can make it feel like a very solitary pursuit. So another aspect of that is in addition to just people competing, okay, we've got team penning as well, but for the most part, people compete on their own. It's them and their horse. And that can make people see their peers as competitors rather than as potential sources of support. This mindset can discourage you from seeking help or guidance from people around you, and that perpetuates this myth even further. The desire for self-reliance is deeply ingrained in many writers, especially here in the West, and I live in the Intermountain West, and with our Western cowboy history, this whole ethos of farming and ranching and cowboys, you've just got to work till the work is done, and you got to get it done, and you have to be self-reliant. That independence is a virtue, and a lot of people believe that seeking assistance or admitting any sort of vulnerability can be a sign of weakness. This fear of appearing weak or incapable can lead people to ride solo even when they could benefit 
from a support network. I want to share just a couple anecdotes to help you truly grasp the impact of this. Consider a rider who's hesitant to admit their fears or anxieties about riding to their peers. I'm sure you know these people. Maybe you are these people. (laughs) And you might struggle silently. You might be unaware that a fellow rider has faced and overcome similar challenges. This is also so common. We think we're the first person to run into whatever our problem is. This silence, it hinders your progress and deprive you of valuable insights and supports that others can offer. So as we journey through this, remember that we're not alone in this exploration. The belief that mental toughness is a solitary pursuit has held many writers back. Today, we're here to shed light on a different path where your support network becomes an invaluable companion on your quest for mental toughness. Okay, before I dive into some examples as well, I want to explore the different types of support that we as writers can benefit from. I'm talking about things like emotional support, technical support, motivational support, psychological support. Picture this. I think this is a situation we can all relate to. You're gearing up for a challenging competition. You're getting ready to enter the ring. Your heart is just racing and you've got some doubts begin to creep in. Just as you're about to enter the ring, your trainer steps in with a reassuring smile and some last minute advice. And instantly you feel your confidence soar and you know you've got this. That's the magic of a support network. And that's what I want to impart with you today, how you can unlock this potential. Having a support network for your writing is not just a nice to have. This is a game changer. Not not even just writing, being involved with horses is a journey that is so filled with highs and lows, challenges and triumphs. Having a team of people who believe in you and believe in your abilities can make all the difference. And even the examples that I was sharing about people in our Western mythos, they have a partner, the Cisco Kid and Poncho, Calamity Jane and Wild Bill Hickok, the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Even today, ask any winner at the Worlds at a fraternity or derby event, every single one of those top writers will tell you that they didn't do it alone, that it takes a team. And they are so grateful for their team that supported them and allowed them to have that moment of glory. You literally can't do it alone. Okay, let's talk about different types of support that writers can benefit from. It's not just about having a cheering section, although that is important too. It's about tapping into various forms of support, and they each have a unique role in building mental toughness. First on this list would be emotional support. This is the kind of support that lifts your spirits when you're feeling down. The celebrate your successes and help you navigate that emotional roller coaster of riding. It can be a friend who listens without judgment after a tough ride, or a family member, maybe your partner or your mom or your dad who you can call and they offer you encouragement. 
This is so key because I know that (laughs) there's the whole thing about men and women and how we communicate. And this is the part of that where do you want emotional validation? Do you want someone who's just there to say, yeah, that sounds really hard. That sounds so frustrating. I totally see where you're coming from. And that's different than solution-oriented conversation. In order to get to the solutions, we, we often want and require some level of emotional support, that validation and encouragement of like, yeah, that's really hard. I'm sorry you had that kind of a run. And having someone who can help provide that emotional support that's separate from solutioning is a whole part of this process. That's really important. Technical support is another pillar. This is a big one that people often think of when they think of support. This is about access to knowledgeable folks who can provide you guidance on your riding technique, your horse care, your training. These are people like your trainer, maybe fellow riders. Even online communities can be really valuable sources of technical support. I know there was a time that I was getting ready to show and it was just kind of a rough moment and my friend and trainer and my family, they really rallied around me. It, it wasn't even advice as much as it was just being with me and offering that beautiful gift of presence and seeing me and just honoring me going through this experience. And their presence and support made such a difference for me, being able to compete and do well and just crossing that finish line together, being so much stronger because of their support. These kind of stories are not unique. It's this transformative power of a support network within our world of horseback riding. And yes, you should believe in yourself, but Sometimes along the way, we need a friend or mentor to believe in us until we believe in ourselves. When we come together, when we can lean on each other and share knowledge and expertise, it really helps transform us into a force to be reckoned with. I want to share a couple stories. One is someone that I worked with, and this person had been in horses for decades. And was going through a time where she was really struggling with anxieties and fears in the saddle. She was beating herself up so much for how she thought she shouldn't even have these fears and she shouldn't have these anxieties. And it was just riding, being around horses at all was no longer fun for her. She honestly hadn't ridden in years at this point. And She just kept all of her worries to herself because she was convinced that showing vulnerability was a sign of weakness. She just was dreading competitions, dreading making mistakes, dreading everything around her horses. And she finally reached a breaking point and reached out to me. We worked together and it was incredible that in that first month, she went from literally not being able to go out to the barn to see her horse at all, to going out, grooming her horse, saddling her horse, lying across the saddle, which may or may not sound very impressive to you right now, but compared to literally can't go see her horse because she's so overcome with fear, anxiety, terror, and years just not riding, like 
that is incredible progress. And this story is just so dear to my heart. This is just practicing these techniques, practicing strategies, and to gradually build her confidence. It just shows the power of a support network to provide this encouragement and safety net as she faced her fears. I think her story is so powerful because this is just such a strong reminder that mental toughness, this isn't about hiding our vulnerabilities. It's really about embracing them and facing them head on and seeking the help of those who understand and can help you along your path. She really learned that it's okay to lean on others and that true strength, it comes from this unity of writers who can uplift each other. It's just incredible. The other story I wanted to share about was a professional writer. And it's really interesting because professional writers have kind of an odd experience that a lot of people don't necessarily fully appreciate. Pros are often put on a pedestal with expectations to achieve a level of excellence that is rarely expected for the rest of us. And a lot of pros can feel super lucky that they have riding horses is their job, but it's an odd experience because they want to do well at every competition. They want every training session to be good, and they also need to be friendly and grateful, and they might feel pressure to be a perfect person. It can really feel like that's an unsustainable standard, and it's very difficult to admit that being a pro, being an athlete can sometimes suck. <laughs> it can be really terrible. At best, this constant pressure, it creates stress, it creates anxiety, and at worst, it can contribute to mental health struggles that just explode when the spotlight is off. Depression and anxiety, these aren't new problems, but few people in the Western industry have really joined any sort of public conversation about it. At the heart of it is that we're all human beings. Even professionals here are on this anxious I don't know, roller coaster, just like everybody else. Because getting paid to perform, it adds pressure to always be both winning and two, to be enjoying it because they're living the dream, right? Athletes, especially pro athletes, and we as horse riders are athletes and our professionals are professionals as well. I think this can really cross whether you're a professional or a non-pro, but we're taught to push through pain and this can make it really hard to process challenging feelings like grief or anxiety or depression. And it's absolutely work to rewire your brain and think about your experiences differently. My whole thing here as a mental coach is that we put so much energy into caring for our bodies, caring for our horses. Why don't we take care of our minds? We have these pressures of competition, emphasis on winning and Travel, especially with horses, is chaotic, and that makes it really hard to prioritize mental health for probably most riders. During the competitive season, it's so easy to get on that cycle of going, doing a show, going home, packing, unpacking. It's like a hamster wheel, and it's so easy to ignore yourself. We just want to look at riding horses and competing in its own little box, but to be successful and happy, there's a bigger picture. Anyway, coming back to this pro, people just think that what would you have to be sad about? You're living the dream. Working through this, this pro is starting to feel really desperate. 
some of the things that were really helpful were to make smaller, more manageable goals rather than pay attention to larger overall outcomes. This is something I just preach over and over, (laughs) but it's so hard, but it's so important to just let go of outcomes and focus on the process. A really big piece of that is stepping away from what other people expect from you and thinking you're not enough, not doing enough, not achieving enough. You have to be able to evaluate your success on things that are controllable. There's a lot of work that goes into consciously making new choices every day to establish new neural pathways in your brain, to establish new routines and habits. And you have years, decades of living a certain way and having certain thought patterns. It doesn't change overnight. You have to be persistent and patient. People are really afraid, especially when it comes to cultivating a support network and People don't want to scare away other people with what's going on in their head. It's so common to hide the severity of it. For this pro, it was building a support network was really important. So talking a lot with siblings, brother, sister, parents, their coach, talking with a therapist, because friends and family are amazing. They're great. And having a dedicated professional to work with really is crucial. When we talk about having a really strong, tough mentality, it's a perversion, but that often leads to repressing your emotions and denying them. If we're struggling, you shouldn't be shy to talk to your support network because you aren't alone and you should continue to rely on others throughout your process. Not talking only makes things worse. These stories are just such a reminder that mental toughness is not about hiding our vulnerabilities, but embracing them and seeking help from people who understand and that it's okay to lean on others, uplift each other and support each other. So what does that mean? Who do you lean on? Who makes up a rider's support network? How do they contribute to this journey of mental toughness? And so when we talk about a rider's support network, we're talking about these unsung heroes, the individuals and the resources that stand by your side through the highs and the lows of your riding journey. The most high profile of these would be trainers. These are the dedicated individuals who provide technical guidance and expertise needed to improve your riding skills. They play a vital role in honing your abilities, offering feedback, and helping you reach your goals. When it comes to the mental aspect, usually what I found is that most trainers are not great at coaching riders through the psychological aspect of competition. They are amazing at technical skills, but they are not as skilled typically through the psychological aspect of navigating competition. Then we have fellow riders. These are your riding buddies, your companions on the trail, your partners in the arena. They really understand the unique challenges you face because they've been there. Fellow riders are great for offering camaraderie, shared experiences, and a sense of belonging that can boost your confidence and motivation. This is great for emotional support. Friends and family They're often your biggest cheerleader. They provide emotional support you need to stay resilient in the face of adversity. This can be a word of encouragement, a shoulder to lean on, or a warm hug after a challenging ride. Their unwavering belief in your abilities can really make all the difference. 
And in today's digital world, we cannot overlook the power of online communities. These virtual spaces bring riders together from all over. They provide a platform for sharing experiences, seeking advice, and finding inspiration. Online communities are a valuable resource for connecting with like-minded riders and expanding your support network. Now let's talk about mental performance coaching. Just like physical training, mental training is essential for building mental toughness. In my program, The Mental Gym for Equestrians, I specialize in helping riders develop mental resilience, managing anxiety, and boosting confidence. Coaches like myself provide tools and strategies to navigate the mental challenges of riding and competing. So don't discount reaching out for professional mental coaching. All of these key people and resources contribute to your mental toughness journey. Trainers refine your riding skills. Fellow riders provide a sense of community and shared experience. Friends and family offer emotional support and encouragement. Online communities connect you with a global network of riders. And mental performance coaching equips you with the tools to thrive under pressure. Together, these elements form... Your riding posse is a team of allies who believe in your potential and empower you to develop unshakable mental toughness. In the saddle, as in life, we are not alone, and the strength of our support network can be your greatest asset. Okay, let's roll up our sleeves and get practical. I want to spend a little bit of time exploring how you can build your own support network and one that's tailored to your riding journey. Building a strong support network, this starts with recognizing you don't have to do it alone. There are resources and communities out there ready to welcome you with open arms. Putting in a plug for my own program, one such resource is the Mental Gym for Equestrians, where riders come together to sharpen their mental game. It's a valuable part of your support network, offering mental performance coaching tailored to you and a community of like-minded riders. This offers a structured approach to mental training to help you build the necessary skills for peak performance. Within your personal support network, you can also start with your trainers, fellow riders, and friends who share your passion for riding. Seek out individuals who are positive, encouraging, and aligned with your goals. Look for mentors who can provide you with guidance and expertise. How do you build and nurture these relationships over time? Well, communication is key. Be open about your goals, your fears, your aspirations. Share your thoughts and experiences. That really creates a deeper connection. Second, be a supportive member of your network as well. Offer help, encouragement, and advice to others when they need it. A support network is a two-way street, and your willingness to contribute strengthens the bonds you share. Common activities such as group rides, training sessions, this can be an excellent way to bond with fellow riders. These shared experiences create lasting memories. They strengthen your connections. Lastly, remember to nurture your relationships over time. Stay connected through social media, phone calls, regular meetups. Celebrate each other's successes and provide a shoulder to lean on during challenging times. Building a support network is an ongoing process that requires effort and care. So whether you join the Mental Gym for Equestrians, connect with fellow riders, or seek out mentors, remember your support network is a vital part of your riding journey and developing mental toughness. It's the safety net that catches you when you stumble, cheerleaders that celebrate your victories, 
and guiding stars that help you navigate the trail ahead. Now, even with a support network, the path to mental toughness can be bumpy. But fear not, I have some guidance to help you navigate those rough patches. So first foremost, it's essential to acknowledge that building mental toughness is not without its challenges. Like any journey, setbacks are a natural part of the process. They're just a natural part of the journey. They are not indicators of failures. It's just the opportunity for growth. No journey is without challenges. What are some common setbacks that riders might face on their mental toughness journey? These might be things like performance anxiety before a competition, self-doubt in training, or even unexpected issues with your horse. It's crucial to recognize that these challenges are so normal and you are not alone in experiencing them. I have a yearling and recently he is developed kind of a bad attitude. And I was telling my friend about it. And she was like, yeah, my yearling is doing the same thing. I think this is just such a great example of a support network in action because something happens with your horse. And it's just so normal to think, is this me? Is this my horse? Am I defective? Is my horse broken? What is going on? And just to have that broader perspective of, When there are people you work with learning about what's normal, how are you handling it, what's working well for you, it really relieves so much pressure and helps you be more resilient the more you realize, oh, this is normal. That's not normal. What can we do about it? It takes it from feeling like a scary, overwhelming thing to just, eh, it's just another day. Not a big deal. When setbacks occur, like your baby horse starting to test you, (laughs) your network is such a great lifeline. Your trainer can offer guidance and help you strategize. Fellow riders can share their own experiences and provide emotional support. Friends and family can offer encouragement and perspective. And together, this is such a great support network to help propel you forward. I'm going to touch on a few strategies for addressing obstacles and staying on the path to mental toughness because I don't want this episode to be too long, but I go so deep in how to build up a resilient, mentally tough mindset in the mental gym for equestrians, and I cover it from so many angles. So here's a few ideas to get you started. Reframe negative thoughts. When you're faced with self-doubt or anxiety, challenge your negative thoughts and replace them with positive affirmations. And your network is a great tool to help you identify and reframe these thoughts. Second thing, learn from setbacks. Every setback is an opportunity for growth. Analyze what went wrong and with the help of your support network, develop strategies to overcome similar challenges in the future. Third thing, Seek professional help. If you find yourself struggling with persistent mental barriers, don't hesitate to seek for the assistance of a mental performance coach. I am not the only one. You are always welcome to work with me, but there are others. And coaches like us can provide you with specialized techniques and tools to overcome your mental obstacles. And four, stay consistent. Building mental toughness is an ongoing process. Stay consistent with your mental training and keep nurturing your support network. Regular communication and engagement with your network helps maintain resilience. Remember, writers, setbacks are not roadblocks. They're just stepping stones on your journey to mental toughness. 
with the right strategies and unwavering support of your network, you can overcome challenges and emerge stronger than ever. Before we wrap up today's episode of the Resilient Rainer podcast, I want to remind all of our wonderful listeners that this podcast isn't just about me or you. It's about all of us coming together as a community of writers on our journey to mental excellence and mental toughness. I absolutely value your experiences, your questions, and your insights. I want to hear from you. I love hearing from you guys. So whether you're a seasoned writer with years of experience or you're just starting out, I encourage you to share your thoughts and stories with me. So you can follow me and reach out, share your experience on Facebook, on Instagram. You can connect with other writers in our community. You can drop me an email, nicole at resilientrainer.com. Share your questions, your stories, any specific topics you'd like to cover in future episodes. I read every email and your input matters to me. You can also visit our dedicated podcast website at resilientrainer.com. You can sign up to receive non-lame weekly emails on the latest strategies and tactics for overcoming mental barriers, boosting confidence, and achieving peak performance in the saddle, plus new podcast announcements. And your engagement makes this podcast come to life. It's through your stories, your questions, and insights that we're able to create a vibrant and supportive community of writers. So don't be shy. Reach out, share your experiences, and let's learn and grow together. Remember, you're never alone on your journey to building mental toughness. Whether you're building your support network or facing challenges and setbacks, you have a community here to support you every step of the way. So throughout this podcast today, we've explored the power of support networks in the world of horseback riding. We learned mental toughness is not just about physical prowess, but about resilience, confidence, and a mindset that can be cultivated with the right tools and guidance. The myth that mental toughness is just a solo endeavor has held many riders back. It's a myth perpetuated by the image of the lone rider conquering the world solo. But today, we've shown the most successful riders understand they don't have to ride alone. They have trainers, coaches, fellow riders, friends, family, online communities supporting them every step of the way. So, dear listeners, as we conclude this episode, I want to leave you with a simple but powerful message. You don't have to ride alone on your mental toughness journey. Reach out, seek support, and embrace the strength of your support network. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you for tuning in today. Your time and attention mean the world to me. As we look ahead, I do have some exciting episodes in the pipeline that you won't want to miss. So stay tuned for those. And before we part ways today, I want to extend a special invitation to all of you. Starting this Thursday, I'm hosting the first of a three-part free training on building unshakable confidence as a rider. It's an opportunity to dive deeper into the strategies we've discussed today and learn how to apply them in your own riding. To join this free training, check the show notes and look for the registration link. I'd love to have you. Once again, thank you for being a part of the Resilient Rainer podcast. Your presence, stories, and your commitment to your writing inspire us every day. I can't wait to see you in our upcoming episodes and at the free training on Thursday.